This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter. Subscribe at growgetterspodcast.com for your monthly fix of hands-on hacks for business babes. Hey guys, welcome to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast for smart women in business. Whether you're crushing it in your career, you've got a super side hustle, or you're a lady startup, we have got your backs. We are here to share the best of what we know and what we find on the interwebs. And as we are all dealing with COVID-19 in our own different ways, life is certainly a very unique situation for all of us right now. Pretty much everyone, apart from essential services, are now working from home or at least partially working from home. And in my case and Tiffany's case, we are now into week six of quarantine and we've had to adapt our own working and family lives to accommodate this situation. Look, for us so far, it's been pretty good. And of course, we both have the ups and the downs of ISO life, but we're trying to keep our projects going as much as we can, stay positive and look forward. So this brings us to our topic for this week. Are you personally trying to plan for the future, collaborate with a partner, or even brainstorm with your team via Zoom? Because we certainly are. So we thought there's got to be some awesome hacks to make this new normal easier for all of us. So today we are going to cover all things online collab. We'll kick off today's episode with a mastermind framework that we absolutely love and we'll cover the basic tips and tricks to help you and your team brainstorm as well as run through some of the hottest collaboration and brainstorm tools that we've worked with and found. And our hope is that at the end of this episode, you'll come away with legit tips and tools so you can get your online brainstorming freak on. So without further ado... Tiffany's going to take it away right now. Cheers. So before we get started, we normally do a small thing before we get started into the episode, which is about what's inspired you this week. And due to Tanya and I social distancing, and we're still social distancing, I thought I'd throw in one small thing, which is super inspiring. And I went down the major rabbit hole on YouTube and watched a huge amount of videos that Global Citizen is putting out. So Global Citizen and the World Health Organization are putting together an awesome concert next Saturday or this Saturday coming on April 18th. Uh, And it's going to be a global broadcast and it's hosted by Lady Gaga and she's curating a whole bunch of different artists from all over the world. So Alanis Morissette, um, Andre Bocelli, uh, Billie Eilish, Chris Martin, David Beckham, Sir Elton John. John Legend, uh, Keith Urban, Lizzo, which we love so much, uh, Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder, and so many more are going to be on this concert. And it's all online. It's all free. It's hosted by the three Jimmys, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and Stephen Corbett. It's going to be an awesome thing. It's super inspiring. I think it's something to definitely mention, and hopefully you guys can tune in. It's going to be a wonderful event online. I think it goes for a couple of hours. They're not asking for any donations. They're literally just putting it on to entertain and connect people through this current crisis so it's backed by a lot of different brands but I think it's a wonderful new format and great piece of entertainment and it shows how different events 
and now going online. This normally would be in a major city somewhere in the world, but this is all online and now accessible. So super inspiring. And to register, you can go to globalcitizen.org forward slash together at home. And you need to sign up and put your email in there to get a notification so you can actually access the concert on Saturday. So enjoy. So moving right along, let's jump into our topic today. So first things first, what do you think? Can we actually get the same result online? Can we get the same result collaborating and brainstorming online? This is a big question and I think it's going to change dramatically. And the way we think about these things will change dramatically after COVID has settled and the crisis has calmed down. Over the last 10 years, Tanya and I have had to work remotely quite a bit. And over this time, we've had lots of meetings and lots of collab sessions online with people in different time zones because it was literally just necessary to do so. But right now with COVID-19, most companies have shifted their operations online. And really, luckily, most teams are either in the same city or similar time zones. And this is really quite important for syncing team breaks and starting and end times. When you are dispersed across different time zones, it can be challenging to find starting end times that fit for everybody and break times that fit for everybody. So when we go into collaborating and brainstorming, I actually think you can get the same result if You set up a good framework or an agreement at the start before you get going, that you have an outcome and an objective that you wish to achieve, and everyone on the team uses the same software. Everyone knows the methodology you're going to use if you're going to use a methodology, and you all agree to collecting the results and sharing them with everybody virtually with very clear follow-ups and actions for everyone to take. So you have the same result. By following those clear steps, you actually can get the same result. But getting started with online brainstorming can take some time to iron out the creases. Brainstorming an idea while working remotely can be quite challenging. Traditionally, you had a whiteboard to jot down all the points in front of your team. You've got lots of stimulus in your office to help spark creativity. Using physical post-its and colorful pens definitely help to collect ideas and also stimulate that visual, uh, visual creativity. But fear not, there are ways to stimulate that environment while working from home. But before we jump into the nitty gritty of creating a kick-ass collab session with your team, (laughs) we feel it's important to set up some ground rules to agree on with your team before you get going. And yes, it's super important to agree on some basic principles before you launch into brainstorming and start collaborating as a team. Have you ever been to one of those meetings where one or two people in the room constantly shut ideas down and limit the group's creativity? Well, we certainly have, and those brainstorms totally suck and are actually quite a waste of time. Most importantly, communicating some simple brainstorming rules before you get into it can really make or break that session together. So before you get going, let's get into it. Number one, communicate to everyone in the group that this is an open brainstorm. No idea is too crazy and no idea is too far out. Setting the tone early and expressing that you don't want to limit ideas that come up will help people to think outside the box. Please encourage the group to build on each other's ideas. And at the end of the brainstorm, you can create the top ideas that came out of the session. But during the session, let those ideas flow. Number two, ask for a volunteer to take notes. 
If everyone is writing notes and breaking eye contact, this can be quite a hindrance to the overall focus of the group. So if you have one person that's actively taking notes from the team, this can help everyone to keep focused. Number three, set a goal for your brainstorm. There is nothing worse than going into a session not knowing what you're trying to achieve. Make the goal or outcome super clear so people know what you're trying to achieve or what you as a group are trying to achieve and the ideas will be realistic and hopefully fit that goal. So it's really, really important to keep focus. Number four, time box your session so you can move quickly and push out some valuable ideas. Brainstorming can be seen as a huge time sink for companies And it's normally because they don't know how to run or facilitate a brainstorming session properly. Depending on what you're brainstorming for, this will change how much time you need. But generally, if you're going to come up with ideas for one project, give yourself, you know, roughly around an hour to an hour and a half to generate those ideas. If you need a follow up session to work on further ideas, then do so. But please keep your sessions relatively short because focus can wane and, you know, it's really important to gather those ideas fresh from the start. Number five, set a maximum number of people per session. When you host a brainstorming session in a physical environment at work, you can probably afford to have more people in the room. But in an online setting, we'd recommend to limit the number of people on the call because Ideally, you want to see people's faces and expressions. You want to give everyone a chance to offer their ideas and to be open enough to share them in a smaller setting. Number six, be on camera. Video is required. We can't stress this one enough. Video allows you to stay engaged. And as I said before, you really need to see each other's facial expressions. Something as simple as a nod to show an agreement or raising your hand to cue when someone else is trying to speak creates a similar in-person meeting flow. And number seven, assign a brainstorm moderator. I'm sure we've all experienced those awkward moments when no one's talking and no one knows whose turn it is. There's nothing worse than losing great ideas with everyone talking over each other. So why don't you encourage the group to nominate a moderator that will help to keep the conversation moving and they'll ensure you don't have to experience those awkward silent moments. So now the framework has been set, let's jump into some practical tips and tools to get your online collaboration game on. Number one, Use an online whiteboard. If you're used to using a whiteboard, there's no reason to give that up cold turkey. Instead, use an online whiteboard. It's hugely beneficial to inspire visual thinking and collaboration without having to be in the same room as your team. And obviously, we can't do that right now. Most of these online whiteboarding apps offer templates where you can take advantage of real-time collaboration. Drag and drop files, post-its, create notes, add comments, and if you create an individual brainstorm board, you can also share that online with your team. Kieran Flanagan, Vice President of Marketing at HubSpot, uses a tool called Miro to brainstorm remotely. We've previously recommended this tool on our potty, and since we recommended it, we've actually started using it, and it's really, really top-notch. Kieran says that Miro is the closest he's gotten to the in-person experience of collaborating on an idea. But remember, any sketch or doodle app can actually be turned into a digital whiteboard. You could even use Google Docs to get the job done whilst you're on the call with your team. It's better to be on a tool where everyone has access, but a Google Doc is also sufficient. Here are the top five online whiteboarding tools we've found, and we'll keep it short and simple. We've only worked with two of the recommended list, but please check them out and find the tool that's right for you. Miro, we just recommended. We're using it ourselves. It's particularly good for formally presenting your whiteboard. 
Stormboard, it's apparently great for creating multiple whiteboards in a single brainstorming session. Sketchboard is awesome for saving and organizing multiple unrelated whiteboards. Conceptboard is good for large, complex whiteboards. A friend of mine actually recommended this to me today. She runs a chatbot startup. She's got about five or six people working for her across Europe and the States. So she needs to collect ideas, brainstorm ideas and communicate tools super clearly. So she uses this tool and she loves it. And the last one is Mural, and it's a competitor to Miro, <laughs> Miro, and it's a really strong in multi-member team meetings. We considered using Mural back when we were looking for a whiteboarding tool, but we decided to go with Miro as it was cheaper and the post-it note function looked better. So all these tools we just recommended will be in the show notes for this week and also included in next month's newsletter. So sign up at growgetterspodcast.com forward slash newsletter. Number two, get on video. We've said it before and we'll say it again. Video is key. Working remotely doesn't mean you can't talk to the folks you work with. Hop on a video call, whether it's a one-on-one with a larger group and have the same conversation like you'd have in person. Many online video conferencing tools have built-in whiteboard features. And this is something I've actually researched a lot (laughs) the last couple of weeks since our entire company went online. Some, like GoToMeeting, are pretty rudimentary, but they get the job done. The better video conferencing whiteboard is actually from Zoom. Zoom whiteboarding is way better than GoToMeeting as it gives you many more features and flexibility. You can draw thin and thick lines, multiple colors, use stamps and symbols, With GoToMeeting, all you've got is one line thickness and some very limited color options. So if you like to be visual and if you like to express your ideas and use different things to stimulate creativity, then Zoom is a better option. When you brainstorm online, you can use a screen sharing feature on your video calling app to explain a concept in more detail. And in some cases, you can even draw and highlight on someone else's screen. And number three, brainstorm alone. There's a decent amount of evidence to suggest that brainstorming is actually better alone. We read an article on Inc.com by Melissa Schilling to prepare for this episode. Melissa said that over half a century ago, Alex Osborne wrote an influential book called Applied Imagination. Number three, brainstorm alone. There's a decent amount of evidence to suggest brainstorming is actually better alone. We read an article on Inc.com by Melissa Schilling to prepare for this episode. Melissa said that over half a century ago, a guy called Alex Osborne wrote an influential book called Applied Imagination that opined the average person can think up twice as many ideas when working with a group than working alone. But the only problem is that actually Osborne was wrong. Dozens of laboratory studies tried to confirm Osborne's claim, but found the opposite. Brainstorming groups produce fewer ideas and ideas of less value than the sum of the ideas created by the same number of individuals working alone. So how can this be? Aren't ideas supposed to be cross-fertilized, coming up with new and unusual hybrids through a process sometimes referred to as idea sex? Well, actually, it turns out group idea sex is actually not that great. Apparently, it's more exciting to go solo and come up with ideas individually. So if you want to know more about this study, and it's quite fascinating, we'll put the link to the article in this week's show notes. Sarah Park, president at Meet Edgar, says her team tends to brainstorm alone or in smaller groups, and only then they share with their larger group. 
So an example she gives is when her team were working on the naming and branding of their company. They decided to all work individually and then they would pass their ideas along to someone else in their team to build upon the idea. And eventually they shared the total idea with their larger team. Of course, brainstorming doesn't have to be alone and it doesn't mean you're sitting in front of an empty Google Doc. There are hybrid ways to do this. But coming from this topic, it really shows that actually you can do a lot of preparation beforehand before coming to a brainstorm or collaborating with your team. Doing that individual brainstorming can really bring new and interesting and fresh ideas and opinions to surface. And finally, number four, start a Slack channel and use threads. What does that mean? What's a thread? Well, if you want to do brainstorming together, but asynchronously, Slack is a great channel or a great place to do so. Start a channel which is specifically designed to capture ideas around the brainstorm, around the concept, and then get folks, people in your team to drop ideas there before and after your brainstorming session. For every discrete idea, start a thread to create a conversation around it. This is great for folks and teams who brainstorm better alone, but still want a sounding board, and that is super crucial. You get to brainstorm in the comfort of your own head without the entire room of people watching you think. But when it's out there, it can be refined by your team and it can help spark new ideas for yourself and also for your team. You can do the same thing, like I just mentioned for Slack, on Trello and Basecamp and I'm sure many other tools. So that's all from us today, guys. Hopefully you've gotten enough tips and tools today to up your online brainstorming game. Thank you so, so much for listening. And ladies, if you want to absolutely smash it in your career, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get them to stay up to date with our weekly eps on all the latest tools, tips and trends to help you grow. And if you love us as much as we love you, and we really do love you, please also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so even more of you fabulous grow getters can find us. And don't forget to also join us on Instagram at Grow Getters Podcast and connect with us on LinkedIn too. Chat to you next week. Let's get growing.